and welcome to the Tesla Life number 257. Here we are the uh, 8th of uh, June, 2022. And with me as always, we have Mr. Casey Green joining us from the D.C. area. How are you today, sir? Doing all right. Uh, got a lot going on at home, so I'm surprised yep. we're able to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are loaded up today, my friend. Okay. And uh, and uh, doing the best you can. I understand that. And uh, of course, this is where I typically would introduce Patrick. But he says he says it's stuck at the joining screen. I don't see where he is. <laughs> I don't see him. <laughs> Send him a note. Say to log off and try again. All right. We sent uh, Patrick the the link to the other green room, the one that we don't look at. That's quite we'll a feat because I just hit reply all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's get to our first story while we wait for Patrick to join in with us. Well, we can say hi to everybody um, in the chat room. It's full today. Yeah. We got there. We got Hockey Day, and I saw earlier Derek was in there. Derek was in there at 636, and Hockey Day was in at 635. Versus so, usual. Uh, he beat him by a minute. Man. Hockey days <laughs> in, number one. <clears throat> uh, this week, uh, our first story, I wanted to, to share a photo oh, with this everybody. Week. Uh, oh, there's Patrick. Hello. There were oh. two links in there. The other one didn't work. I the was second, trying the wrong one. The yeah. second one should have been we sent you the it. green room, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here now. <laughs> Very good. We can get going. So uh, I was just about to, to share a photo with the group. Let me uh, do that now. Share. All right. And share the screen. Boom. You guys should be seeing that? Yeah. This is... Giga Berlin, and this is their second double-decker charger. What? And uh, if you remember, uh, we had shown a, a double-decker charger before that didn't look this good. Uh, but uh, this looks like a more permanent structure that they've developed uh, in the parking lot. And um, I was very confused is... by this until I read the article because I was like, yeah. how did the cars drive up those stairs? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so this, of course, uh, is to uh, allow cars to be charged uh, as they come up on the car carrier. So uh, all the cars are loaded on the car carrier first. And then uh, after that, they have the ability to uh, drive up to that structure and uh, be plugged in all at the same time. And the cars charge up to a certain level. They unplug them all and the cars go off to the dealerships or the galleries um, for uh, delivery with, the, uh, with them all charged. So uh, I'm interested to see why Berlin has done this, but nobody else has. Uh, to right. my knowledge, there are no others that do this. This is just a Berlin thing. So I'm wondering what makes it different that they are doing well, this. This is their is second it, one. So they're it, obviously enjoying the success of the first one. Isn't Berlin the smallest finished gigafactory? Yeah, but you look at the you look at the square footage. It's they a large yeah. of room. Like, <laughs> like this is not because they're pressed to the walls and there's no room anywhere. This is uh, this is some sort of operational thing that that they feel is better. So, yeah. uh, or maybe this is the trial site. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You saw how I put that qualifier in? Because Nevada is smaller. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, this is something kind of different that they're doing and, and none of the other gig factories are doing. So uh, yeah. we'll see if uh, it is a trial and if uh, somebody else will pick it up. But right now, Berlin seems to be the only one. I'm sure yeah, the other ones have so many cars leaving that they would need dozens and dozens of these. Uh, and so they shuttle them instead to superchargers on the ground. And Maybe. Or maybe they have a... Uh, uh... Maybe like they they have the feed inside the factory that they could just plug them up like uh, like at the service center. Uh, so I was noticing it's got four cabinets, four B three cabinets. So that's twelve. Uh, no, that's sixteen chargers right there on on the uh, on the rack uh, that they can yeah. do if they wanted to. And then I don't remember how many were on the first one. Probably a similar amount because it looked the same. And, I don't uh, think we had as good of a photo of the first one. It was kind too. of a a different view of it, so we weren't really sure. Right. But uh, this one looks a lot more permanent. Um, yeah. So it looks like uh, they're improving on the idea. And as to the other, I know that um, uh, Giga Texas, they've got um, on the outside of the building where the vehicles come out, they've got a bank of superchargers that are right up against the building. Yeah. Um, they were repositioned at one point. But uh, Casey's point, I, I wonder, are there are there banks of them inside the factory too? Like, is okay. there are there places where they charge internally before they're brought out? I would think so. Uh, at, Fre at Fremont, there's nothing yeah. external. So yeah. as far as we know, um, and they're not pulling them up to the uh, customer service area. Nope. They're right. definitely not doing that. <laughs> so, yeah. So kind of interesting. See if uh, see if we get some information on that or if things or maybe they leave it the for the uh, delivery service centers to uh, make sure they're charged up. Yeah, I wonder. They they must just be getting them out of the yellow, unless, like you said, uh, if it saves them time at the delivery. Uh, then they can just do it all the way, and then, oh well, sorry, it delivered at sixty-two percent. That's that's your problem. Go deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, need superchargers that move along the production line with the cars. That's right. There, there you built. go. <laughs> or, or long, or long cords that just follow the yeah. cars and go through the different stages. Yeah. Uh, with that, uh, Casey's got our next story about AI Day and what's happening with AI Day. Yeah, so uh, it, was, it was supposed to show up on August 19th, one year from the last AI day. And, well, Elon tweeted, and, and so that's not happening. Uh, it's, it's hoping that we're going to see it by September 30th because he thinks that, uh, that the uh, Optimus Prime prototype may be ready by then. And that it won't look anything like the dancer that we saw on stage. Yeah, so uh, I'm wondering if this is going to be Vortex. radically different. Like, if, if this is going to be like a a first stage production of, you know, maybe a robot arm and a torso or something like it's not even going to be, it's just going to be able to do a little bit of functionality. I, I would think, uh, right. but uh, I'd be torso shocked if hips. it was a, if it was, if it was a fully standing unit, I'd be shocked. Right. Um, I think it's probably going to be a leg or an arm uh, or, you know, some small combination of that, but yeah, uh, and what you know? What kind of difference uh, do we expect the uh, it visually to look like? Probably just a mess of mess of uh, you know small parts and um, hydraulics uh, mixed mixed in. So yeah, yeah it's going to be interesting. Well, if he says it doesn't look like the one that we saw at Texas or AI Day, those ones look similar enough. Plus the dancer. Um, I'm curious if that means that, like you said, it's going to be parts, or if it's going to be uh, I don't think it'd be that it's not finished. 
uh, it's either going to be parts or uh, it'll be like he does with the cars, or it just looks better than the concept somehow. I do have a word of advice for them since they've said it's not going to be what we expect. Just do not show up with the T six hundred. That's not going to be a good idea. <laughs> oh, even better, even better. Remember, everybody thought the Cybertruck was a joke. They could actually pull out the T six hundred, and then, oh no, that's a joke. Because <laughs> <laughs> they do, they do have, um, they do have Skynet uh, either at SpaceX or, or in um, Tesla at the, at the basement, or not the basement, but you know, lower level. Yeah, anything with red eyes is probably not a good idea either. I, I agree with the no red eyes. <laughs> like sentry mode? What? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Stay away from that. Well, the cool thing is Andre Karpathy should be back from his sabbatical for this. Then. That That's yeah. And we'll know for sure if he's coming back. I'm sure he's coming back. Yeah, he hasn't was... said he's not. It'd be a little weird right. to stretch it out and then not come back. <laughs> there was some speculation, uh, though, as soon as he left. Like, uh, how many other people said they were going on sabbatical and never came back? Yeah, but he, yeah. He, he he unlike the rest, like he didn't get like a, a a reprieve. He just kept working, just not for Tesla. He's like, all right, I, I've studied this, and here's this model I've tried, and here's this new technique. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is like, yeah, uh, I sat by the beach for like I was three drinking weeks, drinking margaritas underneath right? the palm tree. And I realized that yeah. Elon has a whip, and then I <laughs> I decided not to come back. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, next, we've got a story about employees. Casey, what's Speaking this about? Employees. <laughs> Elon cracking the whip. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Elon uh, insulted a bunch of people by suggesting that folks that are working from home are lazy and uh, faking the funk. Dialing uh, in. Right. As, as a home worker, I, I took offense to that. Um, <laughs> uh, there, there are certain circumstances where work from home doesn't work, and, and there are cases where we've seen almost all of the uh, stu- studies and surveys show that the people working from home work more. Uh, they either have the same output or they, they feel so self-conscious about it, they end up working more. And uh, the only way it doesn't really work is if you have to get hands-on with, like, you, you can't build the car at home and uh, you can't uh, service customers at home um, face-to-face. Uh, but we've seen, uh, we've seen, like, coffee shops where they couldn't hire anybody and they put an iMac on the desk and Somebody in India is servicing the customers as they come in. <laughs> so um, what happened there was uh, that didn't uh, didn't do what Elon wanted and get enough people to leave. So next couple of days went by. We then saw a, a message leak from Elon's email saying that uh, of the uh, salaried people, uh, 10% of them are going to be let go um, while uh, they're going to increase the uh, the hourly uh, employee headcount. So that means more people at the factory, more people installing roofs, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, thankfully, they're not touching the service center for uh, for, for the technicians. <laughs> yes. Right. Because uh, <laughs> well, they're hourly. I just, <laughs> I just saw an ad uh, yesterday posted um, that Tesla here in Portland is hiring at the service yes. center. Yes. So, uh, and and I, I took, I snapped a picture of it and it's shared on our feed, on our Facebook page. There you go. And this isn't the first time that Tesla's done a 10% head, head, head slice. Um, right. Thankfully, uh, they were a little more discreet about it this time because last time this, that's when servers started to suck because they, they let 10% of everybody go, including well-performing salespeople, well-performing service people, uh, good techs. And it's like, well, where is Bobby? He's, he always got, you know, 10 times as many cars. I thought, well, he was, he was on the list. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's too bad. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, we lost but, a lot uh, of it's, it's a kind of, and uh, wasn't Tesla, or I guess Elon had indicated through a tweet as well at about the same time that they were looking to improve service in North America. Yes. Uh, they were looking to get two thirds of the vehicles in the day of uh, and service the day of. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're, they're looking to improve. So definitely cutting hourly wage workers that are in service would uh, probably not uh, work towards that goal at all. Yeah, to quote, right. Musk, to quote Musk, he said, no, this will not apply to anyone actually building cars, battery packs, or installing solar. So um, uh, we also have to assume that it doesn't touch AI either, because that would be stupid. <laughs> right, but I mean, yeah. there could be yeah, something. Like a middle manager in, in AI, like, maybe? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, there could be. This is one of the reasons that Tesla is uh, so capital efficient. They... If if you work there, you are adding value to the company, or you're walking out the door. Yep. So you're you're either uh, effectively managing a large team and leading them and giving them what they need to get their jobs done, or you're actually on the line, building a vehicle or installing it on the roof or servicing someone's vehicle. They don't have a lot of uh, middle managers compared to other companies this size, right. and um, uh, a lot of the. Uh, we, we looked at the CEO compensation. He's not getting uh, a huge salary. He's getting stock. And so yeah, he's not even doing that this quarter, is he? Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know how many, if yeah. all the tranches have paid out and uh, there might be one be... or two left, but it's not ready to best yet. Right. Yeah. Um, and then um, he said that there's, there's no plans for an immediate um, new CEO compensation package. Right. So uh, he's still the richest man in the world. And yet somehow I'm, I'm here arguing that he's not getting, Paid. He's not being compensated, <laughs> but but yeah, it, it applies. So many, uh, if you can have this company could be twice as um, much headcount if you just added a layers and layers of middle management and and more mm -hmm. C suite, and then they all sat around and had big meetings at uh, offsite locations, uh, like we saw when VW was trying to get something done. Okay. They had 250 managers uh, sitting around arguing about what the, the path forward was going to be and whether or not Herbert Deese, uh should they should do what he says or not. I mean, that's just not how Tesla runs. They're lean yeah. and mean. And even as they grow bigger, they've kept that lean and mean attitude. And, and amazingly, when they fire people, the stock goes down, whereas when everybody else does layoffs, the stock goes up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is ironic. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, somebody uh, Illuminati on on the Tesla Friday article came up with a uh, timeline that sounds about right. So, 2016, Tesla owned Solar City cuts workforce by 20 percent. June 12, 2018, Tesla to cut nine percent of jobs in difficult but necessary reorg. January 11th, 19, SpaceX is laying off 10 percent of its workers. January 18, 19, uh, Tesla is laying off its workforce by seven percent. June 3rd, 2022, Elon Musk says he's reducing the salary to headcount by 10 percent. The usual routine, he says. Yeah, and Elon has talked about uh, in the past too about other companies that have done that where they he seemed to he seemed to like Microsoft doing it. Yeah, yeah, they reevaluate ten percent of the workforce, uh, you know, on a on an annual basis. So doing it every not year, not a surprise. Not doing a surprise. it every year is, is a really bad idea. Um, Microsoft and a couple others kept it going way too long because at that point, you, be, you the people left are the people that are good at swimming through the bureaucracy, not your your best workers. Uh, it's good to do this when you have a you know a new CEO come in because then you can get rid of the chaff, but you don't want to keep doing it more than like uh, six times in a row. Uh, I've, I've been looking into this with the uh, with Microsoft stack ranking system, and and then when Elon said he liked it, I was like, oh boy. 
<laughs> yeah, because yeah, GE was known like for this as well. Them especially, they did it before Microsoft, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Right. So interesting. Uh, we'll see if uh, next year brings the same thing or a shakeup. But um, you're right, I believe, Casey, that uh, this is probably something that you shouldn't keep going with year after year after year right. uh, without uh, any modification yeah, uh, to but, it. If he does it by surprise like this, you know, just randomly, that 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 still does okay. But but like you said, on a schedule, you get the people who are good at playing the game and not the people who are good at taking care of your customers. Yeah. Well, this week as well, uh, if you're interested in some long viewing, is um, Silicon Valley uh, Tesla Club uh, managed to get an interview with Elon uh, for a couple of hours, uh, and uh, they've published. Their uh, first uh, video, one of four, I believe, uh, and uh, they are going to be uh, putting up these hour-long videos. Uh, okay, I got four from Casey and three from you, Patrick. It's yeah, one Mark, or the other. I'm not sure. Uh, part one of the three, episodes, uh, but but part four one plus of hours. the three-part series was released on Twitter today. Okay, that's what it says in the article. Okay, right, so, so four so plus hours. Four four episodes. hours of it broken into three <laughs> three videos. Right. Um, so uh, uh, the first video that was released uh, there today or yesterday, this week, actually, uh, was uh, uh, about the early days uh, for Tesla. So uh, recounting uh, the trials and tribulations of uh, the vehicle maker in its early days with its early partners. Um, so uh, if you're not sure about the Tesla story uh, back in the beginning, this is a good one to watch. And uh, take in some information that, uh, as Elon states it, um, what what he saw the situation as uh, in those early days. And of course, um, it it gets interesting uh, when you you think about how close, uh, you know, how small Tesla was to begin with, whether or not they were a company, what they were aiming at before Elon and JB got involved with it. Uh, there were some differences of opinions as to what market they were going after, uh, kind of interesting. So if you've got some time, I would definitely suggest uh, watching it. It's a, it's an interesting uh, watch if you're interested in the history of Tesla. Yeah, yeah. Hockey Day has a uh, must had another one of his Martin Everhart rants. Oh, I was going to say one of the, yeah, one of the worst <laughs> people he's ever worked with, and he's like, and I've worked with some really bad people. So if he's <laughs> the worst, that's really saying something. That's a hard bar to cross, but. Jeez, ah, I just um you've won. That's over. He's gone. Uh stop punching down. It just doesn't it's not a good look. Uh yeah. And, and, and he and he's had the rant before too. So like yes, he has. Like right. how many times are you gonna rehash it? Like really. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean and, and we know he's right because the whole board voted with him on, on that. So it's like just let it go. Yeah, Let it but go. at the same time, I think part of what might be rubbing him wrong is like all of the uh, uh, the anti-capitalists. I guess uh, I don't know what you'd call them. The, the people on the ultra far left that that have been ragging on him for like oh three years ago, he didn't pay any taxes, and oh why does he have so much money? Those people keep saying, oh by the way, he, he didn't even start the company, and he's like, well, there was nothing to the company. It was a it was a it was a paper <laughs> company. <laughs> Yeah, so that really gets in a straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he uh, again, 
he just needs to let that roll off his back like a duck in water yes. and get get a, there's no reason to be offended by that you you should not have that fragile of an ego that somebody's saying you weren't even a founder you know the truth uh you've told the story uh they let them believe whatever they want to believe just because uh you weren't part of the company the day that some paper was signed and two guys had an idea uh that that's not that's not a company at that right. point it wasn't until he came in with funding and and, JB. Some of the, what, <laughs> and and yeah and somebody who had the technology like jb yeah so uh there was one pretty funny story in there how they were using a barber barbecue grill company for some of their yes, manufacturing the one in thailand <laughs> <laughs> yeah i haven't, yeah. I haven't watched the uh, story yet but I, I will i had a, a rough week <laughs> Yeah, so Very it is. Good. It is worth tipping the uh, origins of the company from yeah. Musk's perspective. It's, it's I, I was wondering why they were building those 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 batteries out in Thailand without proper like like there, there was not enough shelter from the elements, and it turns out this because they were a barbecue company, and then you don't need <laughs> yeah, this. They didn't know about sprung structures yet, did they? <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's it's funny how many things went wrong for Tesla, and yet they still made it through. And in fact. Yeah, you you might argue that only because they so many things went wrong, they learned all these lessons the hard way, that they're as smart as they are as a company culture, and um, they've paved the road for a lot of other companies to follow in those footsteps. Um, they hire ex Intel or uh, Tesla employees, and uh, um, that that they they kind of just inherit a bunch of that learning as they do that. And and they're doing it well. You've got Ford that's constantly referencing Tesla. Uh, Volkswagen, the same, and then then you've got on the opposite side of that uh, spectrum, you've got folks like uh, um, what did Workhorse became? Uh, Lordstown Motors. Uh, they mm -hmm. sold their factory. <laughs> it's like uh, how are you going to make cars if you don't own a factory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, indeed. Well, speaking of that legacy, uh, Patrick Model S just has a birthday. That's right. Yes. So. Uh... Um, I wrote a story in my blog about Model S turning 10 and its uh, evolution and how it's changed over the years. And um, this one here is on Inside EVs um, by Juan Felipe Manos. And um, I'm sure I said that wrong. But uh, he has a very different perspective yeah. on the evolution of the Model S than I did. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, th this... Um, you, you certainly should read this for yourself on Inside EVs, but um, at the end, he's saying um, uh, that competition is gaining ground. Uh, why is Tesla taking so long to launch a new Model S? Um, they just did. That, that, uh, yeah, exactly. That <laughs> Their sales are declining and that um, like last year, the Porsche Taycan sales were nearly double that of the Model S. And meanwhile, China has uh, the BYD Han EV sold uh, seventy nine thousand units, up. almost four times as much. So, so Porsche managed to almost double the Model S when they weren't building any. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. Go on. I had, I had that one stuck at me. <laughs> no, yeah, that's exactly. I really, I don't understand uh, why uh, Inside EVs would publish this like this. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and uh, it's like. It, okay, you're maybe an auto analyst and only looking at the spreadsheets. You don't know the story. You don't know the yeah. reason why they weren't producing it. You, uh, yeah, so 
Uh, if you want the real history of uh, the, the Model S and over its 10 There's years and how source, it's evolved, yes, go to a better source, carswithcords.net, and look for Model S. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, kind of sad. I mean, the Tesla, uh, the 2012 Model S, in a lot of ways, is still what other car companies are trying to catch up to I with over-the-air updates and, and large hmm. screens and... Um, uh, good range and fast charging. So, uh, and then every one of those metrics has gotten better for Tesla over the, over the years. And not only that, the inflation adjusted price has gotten cheaper. So today you're able to get a much better model S, uh, for less, uh, with more range, faster, zero to 60, more features. It, it, you could even throw in full self-driving on top of that, uh, buying that and it's still cheaper. So, uh, which wasn't offered in that vehicle back then yep. so uh, yeah I, I i totally disagree with this guy so i see i see what's wrong <laughs> with mr munoz um uh, i'm at i'm at their website and uh mm -hmm. they specialize in customer portals automotive manufacturers automotive dealerships mm. fleet and leasing companies and components suppliers so mm. everything that tesla doesn't need or want <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's ragging on his competition. Only, the only thing I could take from his article that was partially, I guess, true would be the exterior of the car. Yeah, like really, there was a refresh that was just done about a year ago. Uh, you're right; they were they couldn't make them. Uh, there was a whole bunch of part issues to get the vehicles out there in the hands of people. In fact, the Model X is still in that situation today. Yes. Uh, but uh, the S, uh, thankfully, had gotten the things rolling, and they had that complete refresh. The inside has changed completely. Uh, they, right, you the know, yoke steering wheel. They've, steering wheel, the the uh, screen orientation, a second screen in the back. Uh, like Patrick said, mm -hmm. all these additions, 400 miles of range. Uh, like all these things have changed uh, to the car. So yeah. And, and this, there's even just a, there's a slight difference on the outside near the front. Like right. that's, you know, there's right. a Matrix slight difference. And, but yeah, and, you could be excused if you didn't notice it. Uh, right. And but, this isn't uh, the first manufacturer to do that either. Like they'll completely gut the inside. Yeah. And then on the outside, there's a new paint color. It's like, well, but, oh, that's but citrus lime. If, you didn't know this. If, <laughs> if you had limited resources to do something and complete something, I, I think they've chosen the right way to do it. Let's improve exactly. its performance. Let's put new motors in it. Let's do the yoke. Let's do the screen orientation. Let's add a screen. All this stuff adds to the ability of the car. And instead of completely redoing the outside of the car, this is probably the better way to do it. Um, you, can a... always, you can always make the outside different at some point right. in the future. But, uh, you know, building the car from the base out is probably the better way to do it if you're limited by resources. There's another knock-on effect to that as well because they changed everything under the skin as well. Only the skin stayed the same, and even then it's just the same shape. The, the, the vehicle is wider than it used to be. Um, the knock-on effect is if you look out and they all look the same, that, that helps to keep your residual value on your older vehicles higher. So all the used cars they have in inventory are still worth more than if a, a brand-new, completely different-looking car came out. All the cars right. they're about to turn in on lease, they get to continue to enjoy this high inflated uh, used car market right now. You can buy the used cars for more than than, than the new cars still, which is right. ridiculous. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just because, you know, Tesla didn't come out with a sedan uh, 2.0 and, and make it a, give it a new name and whatever, doesn't mean that the vehicle has not evolved by any means. Yeah. yeah if, they, if they redid the Roadster and it looked exactly like the original one, 
uh, and was almost the same size, then you could say that they're out of ideas. Because that would be a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, our next story is... um... I like that. My Tesla Weekend says, the lease returns have worked out well. Further proof that Elon's a time traveler. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. uh, The next story is kind of perplexing. Um, We know that Tesla has spent a great deal of money uh, and effort in Texas. They've built a a new gigafactory. They've moved uh, company headquarters. Uh, They have, uh, you know, SpaceX has come along. The Boring Company has come along to Texas. and then the first thing that we got is that uh, the Texas legislation le- legislature didn't get together and allow Tesla to sell cars within the uh, state uh, right. without them having to leave the state and come back, uh, which is kind of crazy. And we know that the legislature only gets together once every two years. So mm-hmm. we've got over a year to wait for them to possibly get that on the docket for next time. And we don't know even if it will, but... Well, well, they'll that's find some, some stuff to offend a bunch of people instead of actually helping the people working in their state. <laughs> but what happened this week is another weird thing that Tesla or Texas has done. Uh, they have implemented a uh, rebate uh, for EV purchasers uh, in the state of Texas to a tune of up to $2,500. Um, but Tesla is excluded from this. And get this. The reason they're being excluded, not because of their cost, right? Uh, not it's be- not. Yeah. It's you can get a Bugatti and get the uh, get the rebate if it was electric, <laughs> right? What? Well, there is there's a, a a Bentley that's on the list. It costs one hundred and seventy thousand dollars, and yet you can still it still qualifies for this program. Wow. What what they've done is they've they've pandered to that group we know as the, uh, the auto dealers and, uh, this group, uh, just like in the previous, I believe problem that uh, Tesla has, has indicated that, uh, the rebate is only good if you have a dealership, uh, that can apply that, uh, rebate. So since Tesla is just company stores, uh, there's no dealer network. That means that well, they're not even stores in Texas because no they're galleries, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so yeah, this worked. These two work together really well. You were just talking about how this this cars are not technically sold in the state. They they go to another state and they come back. So this incentive applies to cars that are sold in the state. Well, the dealerships have blocked that already, so they didn't have to do anything special to block this incentive from applying to Tesla. I wonder if that gives them um, um, what do you call it when you have uh, grounds to sue because you've been damaged now? Um, oh, because now they have been. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Now they actually have damages where before they just had this inconvenience. They couldn't say we've lost X number of sales. Right. Uh, but yeah, now and, and every Texan who would have qualified is it has a twenty five hundred dollar lawsuit. And uh, I smell a class action lawsuit coming <laughs> probably from Austin. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, but. This is ridiculous. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. They've brought all these good-paying jobs to Texas. They've set up everything for Texas to be headquarters. And, uh, man, Tulsa's looking pretty good at this point uh, based on uh, what's been going on. Like, I understand the population in Tulsa is not the same. You probably wouldn't get the the workers that Tesla knew they needed. They needed a a strong, growing uh, community 
uh, where they could pull a lot of workers from because they're going to employ a lot of workers. You know, as as uh, Giga Texas grows, yeah, you were, we're probably talking 10, 15,000 people eventually that will be working at that plant. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, it's it's weird. It, it really is. is 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 why why as a governor you would entice Tesla to come and then you're kind of you know you, you pull the welcome mat right from underneath right. their feet like it's 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 weird yeah and like what do you get out of it other than the the, the taxes off those paychecks <laughs> it's like, i don't even think they gave many incentives to move there did they oh i'm sure they did well uh, nothing public like tulsa and, and the others that were in the running and then now Tulsa's throwing their temper tantrum. Like if they had just held off on 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 making it illegal to sell Teslas in in, in Oklahoma, they uh, they might have actually got a, a, a you know. A, a, <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Like I right. just like, don't understand it. Like they, they could have just left Musk to get pissed off and leave Texas. And where's it going to yeah. go? There's already a site prepped. <laughs> yeah. like, I just don't get it, man. Like. Uh... What what state is is uh, you know they Tesla is good for business but man they're really slapping them with this stuff I just yeah. don't get it it's just it's it's something that's really perplexing as to how they can welcome them and then kind of slap them like it, it's it's right. really weird so my mm-hmm. Tesla weekend says that uh, the county gave them sixty million over ten years so just a small bump basically compared to what what was on the table for them. Uh, and that uh, Hockey Day asked if the governor wasn't at the opening, and uh, my Tesla weekend says that Drews and Abbott were both there. Um, I was going to suggest that, because I didn't know that Abbott was there, I was going to suggest that even if he wasn't, they he cozied up real quick. <laughs> yeah, but, but Cruz goes to even birthday parties. So well, but, but, uh, yeah, yeah, Cruz, uh, I don't know if you... Yeah, but, but Abbott, Abbott uh, he, he's a little more selective yeah. in, in who he attaches himself yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah uh, th- th- this is gonna be interesting in about a year when that legislature sits again as to yes. whether or not it will change um if it doesn't change again and they have to sit out for another two years wow that'll be that was know, a move on <laughs> yeah it's, it's like that's that's unbelievable we'll have to see <laughs> i love I, this only the birthday parties are in Cancun. Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that travel budget he loves it yeah (laughs) so we shall see if that uh if uh time changes what what texas uh how they treat tesla but uh to this point it hasn't been all that good um you know just uh and 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 really is the the automotive dealership lobby is it that big in texas that big in every state. they're able they're able to just push their will like wow I mean, it's the second that's... biggest purchase that that every american makes uh that every american that buys a car i mean because the only yeah. thing more expensive is your home and a boat but not like everybody obviously buys a boat. Uh, obviously <laughs> california is yeah, number a... one when it comes to sales and, and autos uh texas is like number two or three uh, mm-hmm. they're so they're pretty high on the list but yeah. so that means right. there's a lot of automotive dealerships uh, through the state uh, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's not like it's not like Tesla is going to sell these cars anyways. Uh, yeah. They they're going to sell them to to some people in in Texas. Uh, would it be better if this uh, this weird drive them out, drive them back wasn't in place? Yes, it would be. Uh, yeah. But uh, people are still going to be getting the Teslas. It just seems that Tesla is fighting, or Texas is fighting a losing battle because yeah. they're not banning 
the sale of cars in the state. They're not banning the service of the car in the state. It's, well, you know, it's uh, Tesla, something... Tesla, Tesla can't service the cars in the state. Uh, another company has to do that. Tesla just happens to own that other company. <laughs> well, is that how they can get around this selling of cars? Is, uh, no, yeah, unfortunately. Well, we just have dealerships that just happen to be owned by us. Right. Uh, they, they, they got protection against that, unfortunately. So JT mm. says uh, that the dealer lobby must have uh, cranked up the contributions big time. And, um, and my Tesla Weekend points out that politicians are shockingly cheap to buy. Uh, they asked how many dealerships are in Texas and answered their own question at 1,400 dealers in Texas. And don't forget, they're also the largest dealers, uh, or so they claim, in, in, the, in the nation um, because everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, so kind of kind of insane, but uh, that's that's the way things are shaping up in Texas currently, so we will see if uh, if uh, if time changes this or if it remains the same. Yeah. Next story, Boring Company, which of course is now headquartered in Texas too, uh, <laughs> they have proposed uh, a couple of projects. Uh, they've uh, proposed uh, one in Texas for an airport run in, in, um, in Austin. And uh, they've also proposed something in San Antonio. Uh, but this one, and you guys can tell me, does this make sense? They're looking at, they did propose an 80-mile run between San Antonio and Austin now to loop up with those systems. So they want to make an 80-mile run between the two cities. And uh, I've been I would, to I would hate to be a safety times. driver on that. I've been to San Antonio. I've been to Austin. It's a busy traffic state. There's a lot of traffic. But I wouldn't say that it's it's overrun. It's not, it's not like Los Angeles. It's, well, uh, this would be a good, it, a good application for the first like automated. Dallas Fort Worth would be kind of like Los Angeles, but when you get further in the state, there's more, more distance. There's more, there's more space, I would say, but regardless, uh, this, this offer of course, uh, really would, uh, possibly reduce the time between the travel of those two cities, if you're in a tunnel going one direction and autopilot was uh, was operational, so you could go even faster than the normal speed limit, and you know that everyone's going the same speed in the same direction uh, with electric vehicles underneath the earth. So yeah. uh, certainly, in theory, it would be a faster commute uh, or a faster drive. But it would uh, have to be faster than the boring loop. Uh, at 30 miles an hour, uh, but it also <laughs> yeah. being 80 miles would be kind of hellacious on the safety drivers, especially if it's mostly straight. So this would probably be a really good implementation for them to first test out the. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I would think it would have to be. I would think it, there's there's no way they'd want a human pilot in a tunnel doing 80 miles an hour or higher just... <laughs> uh, with with very little margins on both sides. There's there's not a chance they would put a human in there. Or an hour so, if you do 60 miles an hour. Over yeah. an hour if you do 60 miles an hour, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, and just highway hypnosis of a tunnel. Yeah. There's nothing Can you imagine that? If you think a yeah. highway is hypnotic, the tunnel would be just crazy. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Or they make, or they, they light the whole thing in LED, so it's just constantly going <laughs> strobing. <laughs> well, you'll still have the drains and air ducts. Yeah. Crazy. 
but uh, yeah, so that's kind of interesting that they've uh, proposed this to the two cities. Uh, we'll have yeah. to see if uh, something comes of this. But uh, is well, this with, uh, with the fuel this, prices? You know, with it. as time goes along, yeah, and if the automation factor does come into place, you know, I can see that you know that's a possibility uh, to do something like this. But really, is this more of a more of a catch some catch some media eye on this possibly? Maybe um, could be some of that. Could be some free publicity. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of interesting that uh, they were proposed such a long tunnel. Um, in the yeah, game because that, I thought uh, that they... was the big difference between Loop and and Hyperloop. So Loop right. is, uh, and so this is not going to be evacuated or, or vacuum. Well, it's, uh, it's a so... little short for Hyperloop. Yeah. Long for Loop, but short for Hyperloop. <laughs> right. So it's uh, yeah. I wonder it's in if between. There... Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder, like, that's that's not that far a distance that even people might use regional air, uh, unless you're like somebody who helicopters everywhere. I was going to say the the fuel savings from 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 aviation, but it's only eighty miles. I mean, and I imagine there are people who fly it. Like, I think <laughs> mm-hmm. the speed limit in Texas is seventy five or eighty already. Like seventy five to eighty five, depending on what road. Yeah. So you know, we're talking an hour uh, with no traffic. Two cities. On the surface, right. with no traffic. It, it all depends on traffic, yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, like, Houston we'll has some horrible traffic. Yeah. Either horrible traffic we'll or this is a proof see. of concept. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, next story is um, Cybertruck paid a visit uh, to Moss Landing. Our friend, yeah. uh, is, it, is Derek? Derek is the one, or is it? Um, David? Or, or David. Eric. David is the um, Eric is Who's the one, one that you see most close to Moss Landing. Uh, David, mate. No, I think it's Derek. JT, <laughs> I <have> no idea. <laughs> Whoever's in the chat, let us know. Are you near? Oh, Moss Landing? are people in the chat? I'm sorry, I thought you were. There's a. Yeah. Never yeah. mind. I, I was. Confused. So uh, the Cybertruck showed up at the Moss Landing, I guess, opening ceremony with PG and E uh, as they cut right. the ribbon. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it would be. Uh, it was there, and. Um, Casey, do you have a couple photos of it? Possibly I have them you on. Me, them up? I have to find them. Yeah. Uh, okay. So... Because uh, somebody went by the front of the truck, uh, took a couple photos of the exterior, and stuck the camera to the inside and took a couple of photos. Yeah. So um, what was uh, surprising was that the, or maybe not surprising, depending on your viewpoint, but uh, the finical display appeared uh, in the photos. It's so like on my, uh, last, my legs. Yeah. So uh, we've like got this. a binnacle in the Cybertruck. And, of course, this means nothing uh, because, of course, these are all just prototypes at this point. Uh, there's nothing that's been set in stone. As you can tell by that nice long wire leaving from the middle of the uh, <laughs> the, uh, the steering yeah, there's wheel. No, there's no airbag there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe that's you know maybe that's a new thing they're not going to do. Uh, and you notice the, uh, the the pedals are kind of very squarish, yeah. um, so uh, that's kind of interesting. They've got, uh, got rid of the marble. I like that. Yep, the marble didn't work for me at all. Never yeah. did. Uh, looked kind of weird, mm-hmm. but uh, they're back to a more traditional inside uh, dash. Uh, but uh, the 17 inch uh, monitor remained, uh, and of course this new binnacle. Uh, so that's kind of kind of interesting to see them uh, modify this thing or continue to modify it uh, as it gets a little closer uh, to production. So um, 
and and of course um we're wondering if uh we're we're going to get a um maybe a a show and tell on the vehicle before they get to announce production um is there going to be some sort of an event in the future we don't mm -hmm. know but uh we're hoping and is that is that uh, wiper that you're pointing out does that yes. look like about half the size of correct. what the other one was correct yeah hmm. the pedals are very square now oh, that might hurt on my socks because i drive in socks <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, there's uh, a few changes. I can't see the windshield wiper change to a small one. That would be problematic because mm -hmm. uh, at that height, uh, it looks like your eyes probably would be seeing the, you know, the the breach between uh, wiped and unwiped windshield. Uh, Model X right. has a really short windshield wiper for its size as well, so it wouldn't be unprecedented. And, and I'm noticing these are basically the the Tesla seats, uh, same as on Model mm -hmm. S, Model X, and three and Y, but with different. 3 and Y have different upholstery than S and X. So it's closer to S and X. And um, it's got the risers just like X. So they're probably Model S seats, basically. Yeah. Hmm. So. And the uh, dash changed to me. Um, I know you guys said you didn't like the marble, but that marble was actually recycled paper. That right. Was I, I did like what it was. Yeah. I just didn't like the way it looked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe a telescope's been in use. That's a good idea. And then it would be nice to have... The binnacle, but the cost, given the cost question, would drive that up. Uh, well, I mean, how much would it cost to buy screens at Tesla scale? Hey, they they they, they dropped the lumbar support on the passenger they, side. I, I found out they dropped the tray inside the Model Three armrest. I didn't realize that the tray's now good. Okay, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. So uh, yeah, a binnacle would cost a lot more than a tray. I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, uh, and then Hockey Day points out that the wiper should be on both sides, like I guess a Honda or old GM. <laughs> right. So they actually had two blades on one arm. They did uh, in the past previously. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, or no blades, <laughs> depending on which one. <laughs> there was one with no blades. Is yeah. that, or is that the, you're talking about their patent with the uh, lasers? Can, oh no, no! Literally, they didn't have one on there because they never drove it in oh. the rain. Yeah. They, okay. They, they, they decided that it would only sell in states that it doesn't rain it. So <laughs> here's your free squeegee. Yep. We will see. We will oh, see. oh man! And I'm oh, sure. Man. I'm this sure there's going to be multiple changes and and there's going to be debates within the company too as to what do we go with finally? What is the final design? Are we keeping this? Are we dropping that? Or are we, are we changing this? Uh, that's all still got got to happen. So yeah. Um, my Tesla just, weekend says, uh, our research shows that people don't really use the back seats, so they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the back seats are now just made out of made out of cardboard because no one really uses them. They're just there to look nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next. Uh, Casey, what's going on with FSD? It seems uh, to be a shakeup going on. Yes. So uh, the FSD beta 10.12.2 is uh, started to ship out to more and more people. I've seen people as low as 96 or 97 get it. Uh, allegedly, people with 95 are supposed to be getting it. So maybe they, if you have a 95, let us know. If you if you if you if you don't have it yet, then uh, consider it probably in the next group of rollouts that they'll start doing the 95s. If if they listen to Musk, they don't always listen to Musk. <laughs> so uh, there are people as low as 91 that are playing they've got it. Oh, okay. 
So they, they've already done that now since the last time I talked to somebody. Yeah, this uh, this Drive Tesla Canada article, one person indicated they got in with a 91. So we will have to see if that is correct. Uh, but uh, it looks like they're rolling it out further. Elon had talked about having 100,000 uh, people on the uh, on the program and, of course, expanding that to 10 times to a million. So uh, it's looking like they're going to start rolling that out to others. So uh, if you are interested in the FSD beta, uh, might be time to uh, start driving like grandma because they're yeah. giving them out a little <laughs> bit uh, freer than they were before. So you don't need a 99 anymore. It's uh, it's getting down towards 90. So keep okay. an eye on that if uh, if you have interest. Exactly. And if you get it, you should know it's beta. It is yeah. not perfect. You can't just crawl in the back seat. You have to pay attention. Um, I, I just got this new version, and um, it's uh, much more um, confident. Like it, it doesn't go really slow around a corner. It takes the corner like a normal driver would. So it's it's a lot better. It still has problems with medians. Um, I had to have it not hit one this morning, and um, and. There's just I, apparently there's a lot of medians in my neighborhood, and uh, the car's not good at avoiding them yet. Yeah, I was coming back from getting a salad sandwich, and uh, the uh, the car there, there was a double left turn lane oncoming to me, and then the car wanted to turn right into the outermost uh, left left turn lane, even though it had cars coming all the way through. There there was no gap for me to fit into. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let it go when it does that. Hit the brake. Yeah, right. You I have did. To be I paying did. Paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. You did. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to involve this one in in her first collision. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> the. Uh, but at the same time, there are other times where it's like there were three drives where I didn't even have to touch the turn signal, the accelerator, nothing. It just did the right thing perfectly the whole time. Other than you nice. know holding onto the wheel. Um, you do have on the camera interior camera free cars like mine. Uh. They um, they give you still three strikes and you're out. Uh, but on the cars with cameras inside, they've uh, they've upgraded you to uh, five strikes before you get out. But hmm. other folks are saying that those strikes are harder than they were before. So still do the right thing just in case you don't want to find out how how strict they are or have not become. Exactly. Exactly. So it's expanding uh, and uh, more being emitted into the program. We'll have to see if uh, that makes a change. Obviously, they're feeling more confident in the uh, upgrades uh, that uh, are going out. But uh, as Patrick mentioned, this is this is still not automatic driving. Definitely right. pay attention. Definitely be on alert uh, because uh, as Patrick and Casey have mentioned several times, that sometimes when you're least expecting it, it may do the wrong thing. So you got to be ready mm -hmm. to catch it. Yeah. So the one example is on one of those drives where I didn't have to do anything. We got to the driveway of the business I was trying to go to and it started to turn in. So I was like, okay, I need to take over for the parking lot. And uh, it, it turned the signal back on and started to go back into traffic. Uh, it's like, nope. yeah, we're not stopping here. <laughs> yeah. So I, I took back over and, and took control. Uh, my Tesla weekend. Your waypoint. Let's just keep going. Right. <laughs> uh, my Tesla weekend asked what makes a strike. Uh, it's it's varied, but one thing we know for sure is not holding the wheel and uh, anything to do with the tel cell phone when when uh, when you're in motion. When you're uh, driving. Light screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the uh, and then Hockey Day said that Dojo must be up and running. Uh, that's a possibility, but the last so. time exactly the last time this came up, Elon said no, that was still on the Nvidia cluster. But. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, we actually haven't heard that Dojo is up and running. Uh, they, we might they hear may be still it testing AI, with it. Remember, yep. Yeah, still testing with it, but I don't think it's it's up fully. Yeah, I'm sure we'll, he'll, uh, he'll, next, he'll let everybody know in that case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, next, uh, we're, we've been reporting this on for this for a number of weeks, actually a couple months now. Um, Giga Shanghai uh, now, according to Tesla, is back up to regular production numbers. Uh, so since Woo-hoo. the uh, the lockdown and the ramp up again, they've now reached uh, their regular production numbers. And I have a feeling they're going to be pushing harder uh, because, of course, they're approaching a quarter end in about a month. And uh, they're looking to get, you know, a little gain back a little bit that they've lost. Probably yeah. not going to get it all back. Uh, but uh, if they go above and beyond, as Fremont has been doing uh, lately, uh, they can catch some of that loss uh, for the quarter. But uh, in my mind, big deal. Even if uh, even if they don't make their quarter as they thought they should, uh, based on Shanghai running, like it's 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 not a big deal because it's not like the Tesla plant's going anywhere. You right. know, it's not like right. the customers are going anywhere. It's not like they're not selling every last model that they have. Uh, and there's a waiting list. So, uh, you know, let, let's let's not uh, overinflate this. This is something just to indicate that, okay, we had we had some unforeseen uh, difficulties happen. We dealt with them the best we could, and now we're back up to speed. So, uh, yeah. you know, clear sailing going forward. So let's do uh, the numbers. But it will break their streak. They've had like, I don't know what the number is, 15 quarters of every quarter producing more than the quarter before it. Well, and this might be their first down one. It could be, but I, yeah. I have a feeling they they could eke it out by one card just so they can say they did it. Oh, because <laughs> at this point, uh, Shanghai is running double shifts, so everywhere uh, except for possibly Texas is running double shift. So, I mean, even even Berlin, which is doing like no cars compared to every, everywhere else, is on double shift. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Do, do you think this takes two million off the table? Because some of the uh, high estimates were two million plus. I don't think that Dave is going to come off of that two million uh, based on <laughs> on three weeks of production, and, uh, and so I'll, I'll stick with him on that. Okay, good luck. <laughs> I mean, I hope you're right. I'm not betting on it, but I hope you're right. Yeah. <laughs> now here's an interesting claim. Uh, BY a BYD executive uh, had indicated uh, in a release that uh, he claims that battery production. Get this for Tesla. Is coming soon to BYD. So uh, BYD, of course, is a car manufacturer, right? right. They, they make cars in China. Um, they do a number of things. I didn't right. know they had a. I assumed they had a battery wing themselves. I just didn't know well, if so they would produce actually, batteries for somebody else. They started off as a battery company. Oh, okay. Uh, BYD was a battery company, and then they bought. I think it was Shenzhen Motors. Um, so uh, they were a battery company looking for new things to put their batteries in. So th- uh, I actually looked into them a long time ago, like when I was shopping for my Leaf in 2010, 11. Um, and this was, I was so frustrated with the auto industry in general uh, for not making EVs. And um, back then, Teslas were just too expensive for me to get. Uh, uh, so I was looking for other alternatives and BYD was like, oh, they had one, um, they had a, 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 I think it was called the five and the six that uh, were both coming soon. And uh, so I was uh, pretty excited about, hey, this is a company that doesn't have all that legacy baggage. They're a battery company. So of course they're going to try to make EVs. They're not going to be like, oh no, we have to maintain our ice business. And so we're only going to sell 
you know, um, compliance car volumes to make some, uh, just to pass some legal hurdle because some uh, region required us to. So yeah, I've been pretty excited about BYD for a, a long time. Well, they made cars before they made buses or they made buses before they made cars? Uh, they made cars first, I think so. All right. Uh, and the six was the one that looked like the Ford Edge, right? Oh, geez. That's, I guess those are some uh, decade old neurons. I don't remember. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't accessed them yeah, too no. often. Yeah. If it was, I remember that one. That was, a, that was an interesting. So, so of course, this is not a Tesla uh, note. Uh, this is BYD that have said this, that they're going to be supplying Tesla with batteries. Um, didn't say what type of battery, uh, but uh, it's uh, kind of interesting that uh, they're going to be, or according to BYD executive, uh, they're going to be supplying Tesla with batteries direct. Now, we know that Tesla has reached out to many different battery companies. In fact, Panasonic, their long-term partner, has already supplied Tesla with 4680 samples, uh, ones that they've built, uh, ones they're proposing to build, uh, and Tesla is, is now testing those samples out uh, based on the criteria they needed to fill. So, uh, and, and Tesla, of course, has gone to LG. They've gone to mm -hmm. uh, other suppliers. They're even buying their own mines. So obviously they're trying to get batteries wherever they can. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if they went to BYD and said, can you make us some batteries? And if so, what would the price be and how many can you make us? So mm -hmm. uh, because Tesla is trying to lock up battery supply because they know they're going to be making hundreds of thousands of cars and they need batteries uh, for all of them. So it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me they would go to other manufacturers that are currently outside of their, you know, their sphere today. Mm -hmm. I wonder if some of this was lost in translation because one of the uh, reports I saw here, a BYD senior vice president, her quote was, we are good friends with Elon Musk and we are immediately ready to supply him with batteries. Ah. Uh, whereas, uh, some of the others, uh, you know, are saying that, that they will supply them soon. And, and this could have just been like, um, you know, saying that we're willing to versus we are. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. And Hockey Day, that's a good question. Uh, are the Panasonic ones dry cells uh, with the, the new Tesla, I, I would assume, patented uh, procedure? Not sure. Not sure. I, I don't but, see they, not. but they did send them specifics that the batteries would have to comply to right. in order to uh, move forward with it. So... I, you know, do dry cells uh, perform any better than the old way of building cells? I don't know. Uh, I think it's really just about manufacturing time and the space you need. So right. Panasonic also, right. is, is uh, doesn't have those necessarily have those constraints. And uh, if uh, so, I, I doubt they've gone to dry cells. The, the they other, already know how to do it the other way. Why would they mess with that? The, the other concern, though, is... Um, if they are looking at the upstream um, emissions and, and byproducts from their production, they might, uh, even if it doesn't save any money or last any longer, that might be a reason why they push for it so they can keep their overall numbers down. Yeah, that yeah. could be. Yeah. Although I think cost is king. If Tesla's yes. looking for batteries, they're going to want it to meet a certain cost threshold uh, for sure. But we shall see if uh, we get some of that information because Panasonic is even talking about building another battery factory in in uh, the U.S. Uh, so that's that's even on the table. So 
We a lot need of batteries. stuff going on. <clears throat> a lot of stuff going on. Yep. Well, with that, uh, Patrick, uh, besides your your article on the Model S, anything else to talk about? <laughs> yeah, I, I hope Panasonic builds that factory because uh, we need lots of batteries here because they're going to power so much of our future that is free from fossil fuels. <laughs> he got it in. He got it in right at the end. He did. He did. <laughs> As always, I'm with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find us at OEVA. We have a meeting tomorrow um, if you want to talk about that. And uh, and I blog at carswithcords.net. My latest one is um, Tesla's Eye in the Sky, talking about uh, all these cars driving around that have cameras looking all over the place. What kind of cool stuff could they do? And uh, this all started with um, uh, a tweet uh, that uh, about Amber Alerts. And uh, we're looking for this kind of car with this license plate. Well, hey, if, you, if there are a bunch of Teslas that were driving around and they could spot that and report the location, it might save a kid's life. So, uh, um, and that's just, you know, one of a, a bunch of ideas in there. So check it out, throw in your ideas and, uh, it'll, it, uh, let's, let's discuss them. Very good. Very good. Casey, any, uh, shout outs this evening? Well, uh, I've got, uh, I've got a show on, show on Sunday at uh, youtube.com slash Casey Green, K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. Uh, the only video editing I did, uh, this week was, uh, I shortened the intro video for what drives us. If you want to watch that one, you'll, you'll see that over there. But uh, I didn't edit any of my own pre-recorded videos because of uh, <laughs> the the situation this week and uh, me being the only one to watch this one for now. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's where we're at. Also, happy birthday to Lee Moon. Uh, thank you for the music. And uh, my Tesla weekend says I'm very close to Oregon, but my son graduates tomorrow. Another time, I hope. All right. Cool. Yeah. Patrick, are your meetings uh, strictly in person, or do you? Is there a hybrid they've, they've, meeting as well? They've been all online last week or last month was the first one we did in person in a long time. Was it hybrid? Um, I don't know. I missed it. So, oh. uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were talking about setting it up and having uh, someone's phone there uh, in the room that, that for, the, for the rest of the Zoom calls. But uh, I don't know what ended up happening. Very good. Maybe you can fill us in next week when you get back. Yeah. Well, with that, uh, we want to thank everyone for watching. If you haven't already, please give us a thumbs up on the video. Please press that subscribe if you haven't. It helps us out. We ask every week. It doesn't cost you a dime and uh, supports us. So we would really appreciate that. And uh, with that, we will catch up with you next week. And together, we will find out what's happening in the Tesla life. Happy birthday, Lee Moon. Stay positive. Test negative. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>